Welcome to Perfectly Imperfect, a podcast on mental health for folks of color. I'm your host, John Zell Anderson, licensed professional counselor. I'm the owner of Panoramic Counseling, where I specialize in treating teens and young adults in Richmond, Virginia, and throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia through online counseling. Let's get into the show. Good morning, everyone, and Happy New Year. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about a challenge that I've been doing for the past, I guess we can say, two years now. Uh, In the beginning of December, I um, challenged myself to go a month without caffeine. So this past month, I haven't drank any caffeine. Um, Primarily, I drink coffee. So... Um, And I was looking back into my blog and stuff like that. And I did this in 2018, July of 2018, I did it for two months. And in July of 2019, I think I did it for two months or maybe a little bit less than that. So um, the reason I personally do this, um, as I've shared before on my blog and, uh, you know, through my website and things like that. I live with an anxiety disorder. Um, and I've noticed that caffeine um, makes anxiety worse for me. I'm not saying that caffeine causes anxiety. I'm just saying for me personally, it makes it worse. Um, and so a little bit of information behind this, caffeine, um, you may or may not know, is the most commonly abused drug uh, in the world. Um, And it is a drug because the chemical caffeine is a stimulant, which means that it's an upper, it um, lifts you up, it gives you energy. Um, And some of the, um, you know, most people don't just, at least a lot of people that I work with, don't just have like one cup of coffee a day. Um, A lot of the clients that I work with, they drink coffee all day long or sodas or energy drinks and things like that. Um, and the DSM-5, which is the therapist Bible, basically, um, uh, identifies this as caffeine intoxication when you, um, overconsume caffeine. Um, and some of the symptoms of that are feeling restless, nervousness, which, you know, makes sense that I feel more anxious when I'm, you know, drinking caffeine. Uh, it can also impact your sleep with insomnia. Um, It can cause gastrointestinal issues. Um, A lot of people who drink caffeine feel like their heart is racing, and sometimes it makes people agitated. Um, So with, you know, me being a therapist, I work with a lot of people who have like anxiety, ADHD, bipolar disorders, and, you know, sometimes various forms of psychosis. Caffeine, a stimulant, an upper, tends to make these conditions more difficult. Um, For example, a lot of people take antidepressants uh, to manage their anxiety, depression, mood disorders, whatever. Caffeine, if you think about it, an antidepressant, it is working on lifting you up from you know, depression or it's, it's adjusting your brain chemistry to manage the anxiety and depression. Um, caffeine is also an upper. So sometimes 
for example, say you're taking an antidepressant for anxiety to bring your anxiety down, the caffeine is speeding up your system. So they kind of interact together. Um, and I've noticed that even people who are taking medication seem to struggle with their symptoms because of the influence of caffeine. Um, so it's one of the reasons why I just do this challenge for myself every so often, but I figured I would talk about it. Um, I just know for me that more than like one cup of coffee a day will get me kind of on edge. So um, for the month of December, I drank decaf coffee and I sticked with the brands that I like um, and just ordered, you know, on Amazon, the decaf version of it. Um, and I've also been drinking herbal teas. So um, still getting that creature comfort of like a warm drink, but not um, the fidgetiness and anxiety that comes with it. So what do you, what should a person expect? So I've done this for a month now. What should a person expect if they're coming down off of a high caffeine consumption or, um, or quitting caffeine altogether like I did? So the DSM-5, again, the book that I referenced earlier, it has a condition called caffeine withdrawal. Um, and because it is a drug, remember, so uh, when you're coming off of it, you're going to have some symptoms. Um, the amount of time that you go through caffeine withdrawal will vary based on how much caffeine you were consuming. For me, I was drinking like two cups of coffee a day, so the withdrawal is not as long as, say, somebody who um, was drinking like six energy drinks a day. It's going to obviously vary. And then based on body size, metabolism, all of that good stuff. So some of the symptoms when you um, drastically reduce or quit caffeine, headaches, grogginess, uh, drowsiness, um, difficulty concentrating, uh, some irritability, and sometimes depressed mood. And a lot of these symptoms are reasons why people don't try to reduce their caffeine consumption. Um, and a thing here too is that because it's the most commonly abused drug in the world, it's also socially acceptable. So um, drinking caffeine, sodas, all of that to excess is kind of not looked at as abusing a drug. Um, but a lot of people will avoid, you know, reducing their caffeine consumption, even though they know it's impacting their sleep, it's impacting their mental health, because they're afraid of the headaches, the drowsiness, the irritability, the reduced concentration. We become dependent on something to help us perform a certain way. And that's scary to think, oh, I have to go through discomfort for a little bit of time. I know for me personally, it was like a week to a week and a half of just kind of, you know, you don't feel like yourself. Um, but after, I, I've noticed almost immediately that my, um, my sleep improved. Um, like I'm sleeping more restfully um, and I'm able to... I feel like I don't necessarily need like that cup of coffee to wake me up in the morning to feel alert and stuff like that. I just feel 
good when I wake up because I'm sleeping deeper because caffeine does take a long time to break down in your system. I know some people will say, well, I can drink a cup of coffee right before I go to bed and it doesn't bother me. Um, it still impacts you. It's still gonna, um, it still takes time to break down in your system and it will impact the, the depth that you can sleep and the, the peacefulness of the sleep. So, um, whether or not you notice the effects, it is impacting, um, your physical health. So, uh, to conclude, I'm not saying that caffeine is bad. I'm not saying that everybody should quit drinking caffeine cold turkey like I did. I'm just kind of providing some insight because I've kind of done this, uh, challenge with myself for, um, a couple of different, well, really three different years, 2018, 2019, and 2020. So, uh, I hope that this has been informative. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast. And best of all, it's free. They offer creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor also distributes your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Did I mention that you can make money from your podcast no matter the size of your following? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support this podcast by buying me a coffee. The link is in this episode's show notes. Thanks in advance.